Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Reasons to be Joyful. On today's episode, I am so, so overexcited to be joined by two musicians who have soundtracked my life and many of yours too. They've sold millions of records, toured the world and are celebrating their 40th anniversary this year. I am, of course, talking about Banana Rama. Here they are and I do hope you enjoy our chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something really weird happens when I get my favourite bands uh, on the podcast or I interview them on my radio shows or anything. I start getting this singing Tourette's. I can't stop. <laughs> so on the tube this morning, now everyone's going to guess who you two are. It ain't what you do with the wee. But I was doing it out loud. I yeah. couldn't help it. Banana Rama, I love you. Love your songs. <laughs> Thank you. Girlie. You are the backbone. No, the, the backbone of my life. You've been there throughout. <laughs> yes. Well, we're kind of the spine of each other's lives, I guess, as well, because we've been there throughout together from four. So, well, so I guess we've kind of been going the same as, as you, because we always used to bump yeah. into you in clubs always. And with George. And, and, well, also, yeah. but at the big breakfast, you were there. You came on the big breakfast, but yeah. even before that, you came on a Saturday morning show I did called Motormouth. Oh, oh gosh. Yes. And so I was going back in my roller decks of my brain and I thought, okay, that is 37. Wow. Uh, no, hold on. 30, 19, anyway, a long time. Yes. Yeah. And you've been going a long time and yet your songs, st and this isn't just because you're sitting in front of me, because I interviewed you on Radio 2 and I said the same thing. Your songs sound completely fresh today as they did then. Yeah, I think some of them do stand the test of time. I think Cruel Summer is just incredible. And each generation finds it and, and says, oh, I love this song and who is it? And, and they think it's a new song. But yes. it's actually, you know, my daughter used to go to clubs and, and they would play Cruel Summer amongst like really cool stuff and everybody would love it. And so that's actually my mum. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How you know? Oh, and that, that, that's, that's that, a line, isn't that it? Yeah, it's, my mom. Really it's 40th cool. anniversary Cruel Summer this year. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the whole celebration for us this year. So, but did you know then that 40 years down the line, these songs would still be as fresh and as new and people would still be singing them? No, Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I mean, we started kind of as teenagers, early 20s, and it was just fun 
you know, obviously it became very serious once we had a hit in the States. We just thought, oh, you gosh, just well, this could be a career. But I don't you think don't you can think, think that far no, ahead at all, especially in the music business. I mean, it wasn't like we planned it as a career in the first place and thought, oh, we're going to be famous and do showbiz. And it's not, it's not our background, you know, as much as we did school musicals and sang in the choir, it was never something we thought of as a career, which I think people do now but it has been I think that's in a way that's what makes it work yeah I think so as well and also I think as females in the 80s you don't think even when you're young you don't think oh as as a girl as a female that's the career for me because there weren't that many opportunities or people that you could see to aspire to um, no. You know, it was a it's a bloke's thing. It was guitars. It was rock. It was top of the pops. There were very few females on there to kind of think, oh, I want to be like that. For me, the first time I saw like punk groups like the Slits or um, the Raincoats, Patti Smith, Debbie Harry, that was the first time I thought, you know, f- there's women doing like great music. Whereas before, it was kind of but all also male. women women who were independent with an attitude, and yeah. you you didn't feel like you know you felt they were doing it for themselves and not because they'd been. You weren't but, just you know, the girls. Interestingly, yes, back yes. in that when, when I started out in TV as well in the late 80s, it was very much you're the girl. Yeah. Yes. And the, yep. if there were girl groups, it was they were the girls. Mm. They're still called the girls. Mm. People <laughs> still say, when are the, uh, are the girls coming? That's it's quite like, like, I, I don't know. Probably, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to woke and pull someone up on everything. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's quite sweet to be called a girl. Yes, <laughs> like this age. <laughs> yeah. Then maybe not. Now, yes, please, keep calling me a girl. Yes. But your roots were very, you mentioned punk, your your root, my husband who loves punk and reggae, um, he sort of claims you and I claim you because to me you were pop. But your well, roots were in punk in a way, weren't they? I think punk, punk came with. along when we were about 14. So we were at school and that's the time when you're finding yourself. And that was the first sort of thing we clung to is anybody can do it. It's really exciting. It's it's kind yeah, of Yeah, I feel anarchic. like we, we, it was the attitude of yeah. punk that we fell for. And that when we I did put safety pins in my ears and, we, you know, we sort of dressed the part. However, we were still... Loving Soul funk and, and disco. Funk. Our, our big thing it. was funk and disco. Yeah. In when when we were sort of teenagers, yeah. we loved going out for a dance, and and it was never about the punk music for us. It was all about well, getting it up was and about doing the punk it. Music well, it was as well, but, but we loved the melodies and the kind yeah, of vibe. Of, we were of, always more of, a song. Funk and soul. So you put the two together. Yeah, yeah I think we? so. That's the the age where you're really impressionable, and those are the things we gravitated towards. And there's no reason why you should just have no. one, you know, type genre of music. We we liked it all. So. But I think even now, I mean, I love some classical pieces because I was brought up playing piano and singing in choirs, and I love. Pop music, I like rock music, as you know, soul. Yeah. I don't think you you should just like whatever means something to you. Music yeah, and I, give, I don't see gives me joy. Should be a you know. guilty pleasure. Either. No. Oh, yeah. I hate that expression. Oh, I'm good. so I'm do I. I thought Anyone? you were going to say oh, I've no. got a show called Guilty oh, Pleasures. No, I can't stand it. If somebody says what's your guilty pleasure, yeah. I go, my, I've got a pleasure. Yeah, I don't feel guilty exactly. about it. No. Exactly. Oh, it drives me mad. But like people sh- say that about music. Music is, and I know I said that you were sort of the backbone, the spine, whatever. But but music is is integral to our lives. Yes. It's such yeah. a massive part. It's yeah. huge, yeah. and it sparks those memories. It really does. But yeah. I think that's one of the main things that music does is create a feeling mm. around a memory. You know, when I look back at Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel, I remember 
my one of my first kisses in a holiday park in Devon and slack. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's like and it, it when I know what I was wearing yes. I was wearing a, a tight red cap Seen sleeve it. t-shirt <laughs> with a Z embossed on the on the Can chest. Can you remember and... his name? No. He was from it. Essex and I think he might have been called Darren. Dan or Darren. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I just see, and I bet you can remember the smells as I well. I can absolutely, there we go. but that the smells thing. I mean, I love that. I've so got, do I. I've shown you, which is going to sound a bit weird. There's certain, and I call, I can't, I can't actually, I can't say. I'm not sure. No, I go what you can say. Which reminds me of my dad. Yeah. When I used to kiss him when he came home from oh, work and have right. a hug, and yeah. I call it old man's head because <laughs> he had a certain smell. I suppose yeah. because he'd been working, mm. you know, and and I sort of think of what it, did he do. He was a factory worker. Okay, so you could smell but his day But he'd been working and then he'd come home and, you know, wash the day off. But I used to sort of, I, it just reminds well, me. And it actually wants, it makes me want to cry. And yeah. sometimes you sort of, you know. You walk past somebody and has that I smell. Find it, I find it very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I completely get that. I'm going to go around smelling, smelling, smelling the people's head. <laughs> Excuse me, may I sniff your head? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting on the tube to bit smell weird. your head. Sorry, I should never have brought yeah, but, that up. No, it's no. But it smells and we used to, when we used thing. to go out, everyone, the boys always used to drink lager and beer and and cigarettes. And so when you smell was, that, yeah. it's sort of I had it recently with my daughter. So, oh, oh god, that takes that me smell. back to what beer and cigarettes? Isn't yeah, because yeah, so, well, that's that was what your boyfriend always yeah. smelled yes. like. <laughs> Smells and music. That's what, that's what I used to smell. Like. <laughs> now you smell of corn and all salty sweet. But, but music is like that as well. Music yes. and smells, and they yes. bring back so much. And the fact that you've been doing this for 40 years, there are going to be so many people that you have done yeah. that too. Yeah. I mean, we did a, a reunion tour, and we've got these two shows at the Palladium. Palladium. And it's like virtually sold out now and they're even thinking of adding no, more because it's just done what do you mean you done... can't yes please do <laughs> yeah you've because got to and there are all these uh women who obviously grew up with us because they just obviously remember those times and the music's really important it really is and there was a look so you had a look and i know i said this on radio too but you were the cool girls that we all you dared to wear the things that we all didn't really dare to wear. I was desperately shy. So you, so was I. we were all desperately yeah. shy. I still am, actually, if I'm yeah. honest. So yeah. Are you, are you yeah. the same? Yes. But that's why I think sometimes people used to think we're a bit aloof and standoffish. Well, they thought we were rude, yeah. Yeah, because we, we weren't someone who would burst into a room and say, hi, how are you doing? We just weren't those. Well, we're still stand not back. No, well, I'm, I'm st quite good now. <laughs> do you burst into room? Yeah, burst into so room. So she's going to be one at the Palladium. <laughs> I do that, though. I am the, hi! And then I get very shy after that. But so in the Palladium, she'll be the one at the front then. No. You both will. Yeah. That's yeah. quite cool playing the Palladium, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But we've kind of very grown iconic. as we've done it. I mean, early performances are mortifying to watch because we're like, I mean, it's almost like you can hear me go, Sarah, are the cameras on me? What do I do? You know, you really so, were feeling like that. We, yeah, we, we were, were plucked from like yeah. nowhere. Now, obviously, we formed our own band, but. Um, the Fun Boy 3 then took us onto Top of the Pops. That was our sort of second single, mm. our first with them. And so we, one minute you're at school and the next minute you're on Top of the, the Pops. Camera and it's like, OK, what that, do we see, do now? That was must so have scary. blown your mind because <laughs> yes. I yeah. presume you both watched it. We all did. Yeah. Yeah. Every Thursday we were up close mm. to the screen. So you now being on Top of the Pops, that yeah. must have blown your minds. Yeah. Yes, it was incredible. Because um, there's no and stage daunting. school. Yeah, no stage school. That, you know, we didn't know 
how it was to almost like accidental pop stars in yeah. some ways. Yeah. And and but you know that we learnt as we went along, and and that's all we could do. But the early stuff's hilarious to watch, and I have to say, it it just makes me <laughs> laugh and cringe. But I find mm. it very sweet. The voices. My friend, oh, yeah, al- my friend always sends me a text me. with a Japanese flag on because oh, yeah. she Japan. watched some old thing. Yeah, got a new album out and got in Japan. <laughs> and it's just like, where did that come from? <laughs> that's who you were. And actually, that's probably why all of us teenagers looked up to you because you were like us. Yeah. Yes. You were and really accessible. You weren't. You, I, yeah, now you are superstars now, but I'm talking about when we were, when I was yeah. a young teenager. You were the girls that we wanted to be, well, and the girls and you, you were normal. thought you could be. Yeah, you were normal. You only had to back comb your hair and rustle up some, cut your sweatshirt, cut your sweatshirt, which we you, all did. Yeah, cut your sweatshirt, so and also your jeans. You wore jeans better than yeah. anybody wore jeans. <laughs> we love jeans. Yeah. So do I. Yeah, but but there was but I, that's interesting because I'd never thought of it quite like that. You were. Because you were the shy girls, because you were seen like that, I never thought, I never watched you and thought they're being standoffish. I always no. watched you and thought, oh, they, they're like me. They're yes. different. Yeah. I think, and there were so few sort of girl groups or even, you know, solo things, I mean, that, at that time. So I can see why young girls really, you know, that was important to them because you need to see people yeah. like you to kind of... Uh, and there you were with the Fun Boy 3. Yeah. And I, I, I loved all of that. That just... It just worked. I, I hope it did behind the scenes. For yeah, us, it did. It as was fans. brilliant and it was fantastic for us. I mean, we were kind of so naive in so many ways, and suddenly. It was definitely you know, a, li- a step up the ladder for yeah. us. They, you know, definitely and helped yet, us on our way. Particularly Terry had almost an identical so personality because yeah. he was really shy. I'm so sorry. With a very that. dry sense yeah. of humour. Yeah. Was he, a lo- was, he a, was he a nice guy? Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Absolutely. Never met him. Yeah. Lovely. That's what everyone says. Lovely, lovely, lovely. It's so funny. Oh, really? Really funny. Just that dry sense of humour. When the three of us, well, the six of us were on stage, we'd be in Germany somewhere, he would be doing the little asides and the little chats in between because, you know, everything was mimed in those days on TV. So, you know, he he was the same as we were. He was the three of the, well, the, the other two were like We're about bounding crazy, around, really <laughs> confident. Yeah. And the rest of us is like... <laughs> This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was too young. I just I know. Yeah. Very, yeah. very sad. We have so many happy memories of him mm. though. And we, and yeah. then obviously then yeah, um the stock cake and waterman stuff that happened and that you turned more more poppy. But I that suppose. wasn't until after no, that was, um, Jolly and Swain, which is yeah. Cruel Summer. Yeah. Cruel Summer De Niro is waiting. So, um, see, I'm not, see, I'm doing it every yeah. time. Oh, yeah. every time you say a title, I sing it in my head. <laughs> it's a, I want yeah. to be a member of Banana Rama. The Stock It Can Waterman thing that when was we went. It, we, yeah, we it? hadn't, they hadn't had much out yeah. at that point. And it was just from, again, hearing one of the records and thinking, I want to do a record that sounds like that. They had so Princess we, uh, Say I'm Your Number One. And, and, had they, and did they have like um, Imagination at that point? Because we loved Body Talks. That's why we went we to heard that at the Wag Club. Club. Yeah, we heard yeah. that. We're like, oh, I right, love who did that. This? We want to work that. with them. So we, we just went Really? Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. just so cool. Yeah, I want that. Yeah. I want to sound like that, that one. Yeah, that and one. then the, the You Spin Me Round Like a Record, we heard in a club and said, I want to do a record Well, it was high energy. It was high energy. It was that beat It seemed like the next step. Yeah. It's so funny. So you see, though. So do you see it all in sections then? Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Really? Yeah. So who was who was producing well, it, the songs with you? Those are your. It was hearing. Yes, it was being inspired by hearing, and also because we co-wrote with them, so you really had to have that rapport. You couldn't just go into. Like they have now, just songwriters who write, you know, for everybody. And for me, that wouldn't work because you need to have someone you can sort of bounce off and discuss the ideas. Because we're as integral a part in the songwriting, obviously now we are, but in the beginning, we still wanted, even though we were learning, we still wanted to be with someone who actually thought, yeah, I'm not going to write lyrics for teenage girls as I'm a middle-aged man or 30-something yeah. man. Let's let those three write the lyrics, which is really how we started off. So the the writing then didn't wasn't the first thing obviously that you did yes, but you it was. knew but no but you yeah. knew that's what you wanted to do I so did, you were playing I yeah I couldn't under, I wouldn't couldn't understand being in a band not writing your own yeah. music because it expresses who you are as a 19 year old and a 25 year old you want to be able to say what you want to you know talk about I can't couldn't imagine singing somebody else's lyrics. But all I mean is, you didn't go into this thinking, "I want to be a songwriter." You went to it. You came in. It was really all go a package. into it thinking we wanted yeah, it to be fun. any of it. Yeah. It was just. But well, we did write from the from the. Yeah, get we did. Go. We you used know. to, you know, yeah. clap and sing into the oh, tape recorder. You see, it's just and you know, with with no backing at all. It was just. Yeah, you know, we needed someone a... to put the chords down for us, and that's why right, songwriters. Okay. But that all I meant was, you know, some people sit there and say, "I want to be a, a songwriter." It was you, you were the whole package. Well, for me, from that's the beginning. part and parcel of, of of being a singer and a performer is mm. writing songs. I don't think you have to. Obviously, you don't have to write your own songs, but <laughs> for a lot of people, that's what we did. <laughs> we, <What>? we used <laughs> to do it when we were kids and bored kids, and I had a cassette recorder <laughs> that I'd been bought. The stuff we used to make up, songs and plays. Plays and comedy. Absolutely. Have you still got them? No. Do you know what? Oh, my my no. brother. No, my brother. I kept it, not to be written It was over, on a green On green a green, tape. clear green cassette. You my, remember the colour yeah. of the cassette? Yeah. With red writing on in a red mm. biro, and my brother recorded over it. It was not to be touched. And he put the clash on it. He put, <laughs> yeah. He put something over it. It was... But we did it, and we still do completely just <laughs> weeping, so you with tears, so you can't actually breathe. Oh, I feel, love that! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which we've done since we've known each. You other. still do that? Yeah, still do it. Yeah. I remember doing it all. I mean, I remember thinking I was going to drown once at the swimming baths because she said something to me when I was. Well, in that's the... really funny. Let's <laughs> laugh about. <laughs> she was holding on to the side, and she said something, and I'm just <laughs> weeping, and and just really. I mean, it's it's dangerous you laughing in a well, when will I grow out of that? Never. Oh, please never grow out of that. So I just want to go to the to the Stock Hakeen and Waterman years because that was such a, a new sound for yes. you. And as people who followed your music, but it worked. I feel it's yeah. pure pop. Pure, it melodic, yeah. unashamed. It's like you were saying, no guilty pleasure in doing absolute melodic Pure pop for me. I mean, that Wow album had so many hits it on it. It was and, great. Um, it had Venus, which was that was our idea to do to a um, high energy beat, and nobody really thought that was going to work. We were like, really? Oh, well, let's just give it a go. And then it, it was number one in America, which, which was, was phenomenal. It's still stop making a more. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. But that was the first one we did with them. Shut up. Like an American <laughs> couple, you two. It's fantastic. Well, it wasn't on that album. So, but but when you so. Those years and how then people did you feel that people in uh, your fans and then the radio and television saw you in a different way then? 
Because I think as an interviewer, I, as a TV presenter, I probably did. It's hard to know how people know. saw us. I, I, I always think people just saw us as the girl, the yeah. girl group, not really as serious as all the boys, as all the I'm men. I'm not sure we analysed it a huge no, we amount. Didn't. But I, I still think there was a feeling that because we were girls, it, you always felt like no, you had to prove a little bit more than everyone else. In that, Do you still feel that? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. So that hasn't changed. Um, well, well, less I so because... It grows with you because yeah. it was so sexist in the 80s. Um, and that is a part of you. It doesn't, you yeah. can't take that away. It was a very sexist time. You mm. must have come mm. across that yourself. Oh, completely. But I yeah. think it makes you extra independent, extra determined. And extra and, feisty. And, yeah. Yeah, but feisty is good. good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people have a it funny is. thing about it. They go, oh, she's really feisty. No. As, yes, good. As a woman, good. you get it. Yeah, yeah. completely. It, and and But it is, and that would still be, I think. Um, it's not even something I need us kind of shout about now. No. It's, uh, it's there. But we went through but a we phase know what of we've being achieved. like that. We know where we are in our careers, so it doesn't really matter. But it's annoying for, well, no, it's more than annoying for younger people <laughs> yes. coming through. You just yeah. want to make sure that... They don't experience that I as think well. It's a, you have to get to a certain point, which we did a while back. We think where you think, right, let it go. Nothing to prove now. Yeah, and you sort of that's so that's just and it's such wonderful. an important place to get to in in your life, where you feel like you've got absolutely nothing to prove to anyone, and then it's almost like you can be at peace. Hmm. So are you both at peace? Yeah. Do you feel that? Yeah, yeah. Because there's always that time. How dare they? Da 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 da. Why are they getting yeah, it? Why? It was, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and the amount of times we've sat there and it's like us against one, and then you go, oh well. <laughs> I Let's like have a glass that. of wine. <laughs> oh, I love that. Do you know it's very funny when I was so doing my research when I uh, was chatting to you on Radio Two and then for today, every, nearly every single interview and everybody starts with. They've sold this many. Oh, they, they're in the Guinness no, World Records. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, has, it's when I thought, God, everyone talks about it. It's really cool. I mean, it, it is, is actually. Yeah, it it is, is something it? to shout about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So as long as someone else says it, oh, we God, don't have no. to. <laughs> do you ever walk in? Do, do you get that thing? As, if somebody doesn't say, it, you go, hello. <laughs> No. Do you know how many songs we've actually <laughs> no, sung? No, absolutely no. not. Absolutely you, but you must not. feel incredibly proud. I, I think pl- we are. I think we... I, I, mean, I think from, getting yeah. to this point, and obviously we wrote um, a biography and yeah. we've got this celebration, which is huge for us this year. It's, all, it's just looking back and thinking, yes, we have achieved almost, loads. I feel like getting to the point where I didn't really care was the point where I realised how much mm. I'd done. Yeah. If that, I, I don't know if that oh, makes sense, that. really. Well, like caring about what people thought and then getting to a point where you actually don't care and you don't really think it matters. And then when we wrote the autobiography, I thought, oh, my God, I'm absolutely awesome. <laughs> oh, that's you know, so After amazing. sort of never that's thinking... quite emotional. But actually never really <laughs> thinking how much I'd achieved or that I was, I'd was i particularly achieved anything. Mm. I'd got to a point where I was quite happy with myself as a person, but I'd never sort of thought of, about what I'd done in my life and how much I'd done. Makes me quite emotional, No, actually. I'm going, I'm actually, then, you, it's made me go. But, the, the, you know, what we had done from those small beginnings, and I thought, 
I've, I'd never thought about it until that point, and I thought, I am so proud of us. Mm. And I, I could actually cry. <laughs> yes, so could I. That's I made cry me... at the drop of my hat. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not just, saying much. That, but that is such a wonderful thing to hear, because yes. mm. people yeah. don't... Oh, and so it was, everyone's it, striving it for more yeah. and more and more. And just and more. when I'd stopped thinking I needed more or anything else in my life, I realised how much I actually had. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mm. But it's also maybe realising, because um, this is how I feel about, about uh, television and radio, that instead of uh, obsessing because I love yeah, it, yeah. I realise I love what I do. Yes. And I feel like you've just but said that's, it's that. That's exactly it. We love mm. what we do. And, and we choose it, what, what we do yes. and what we don't like to do. And So we know, are in a good position yeah. now. It's not that endless striving for, you know, it's when just in enjoying. the early days when yeah. you didn't have a top ten <clears> hit, it was like, what's wrong? <laughs> it was really like that. And it was like a constant challenge and a battle and, and you know, everyone's going to have ups and downs. But, yeah. you know, the, the last, I'd say the last ten years have been my absolute favourite. Mm. And the last five years, completely my favourite, because there is no pressure to do well, we, any... And we, we wrote and released our music on our own label. Our first ever yes. self-released And the two album. albums charted and we're like, great. great. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you about having your own label because oh that God. is yeah. quite something. Yeah. Who? Okay, who, who said it to the other? No, we just, yeah. I think the, the music evolved and recording. lots of people... Yeah. 
do release stuff on their yeah. own labels now. So I mean, okay. we'll cut and all, loads then. of people do it. I think the, the, the first the album control we released, and ownership of it we, of, of the music. Yeah, the first album we released, <clears throat> we'd had we had a lot of songs that we'd recorded over time with our wonderful friend and producer Ian Masterson and. It was a collection of songs we'd recorded over a period of time, whereas the second one, Masquerade, which we had out, was it last year? Mm. Last year, it seems like years ago, (laughs) was recorded and written and recorded in quite a short space of time. And for me, possibly my favourite album we've ever done. And I mean, that. Oh, wow. After 40 years to, you know, four decades of recording, to have that sort of piece of work and think, that's the one I'm most proud of. I think it's quite an achievement, whether anyone else thinks it or not. I do, and that's what matters. That's quite that's that's quite a statement. Mm. Yeah, I also but think it, it's, it's the it means of more it. to me. Yeah. yeah, and I I actually do love it mm. as an album, as a whole album. I can pick up virtually every album, and I'm sure a lot of artists would feel the same way. You pick and you say, oh, that's great, that, mm, that not so much. You know, there's always ones that you're not so keen on or you think that's a bit of filler or, I don't know, this one, it just absolutely wasn't for me. How wonderful to feel that. Yeah. But now with the with the um, autobiography and this amazing, <laughs> I mean, this album with everything on it and mm. used, I, I mean, it's fantastic um and you you were saying about new generations so i've got a 16 year old or 22 year old they love it so we're playing the whole album and but they just they just think it's theirs it's funny Mm -hmm. they they sort of take ownership of it but but that and then the palladium which is such an iconic venue it please don't tell me that this is a full stop no. It's so. This no. is all so huge and so celebratory. This is going to celebration for what's to come as well. Is this it? celebration was delayed because of COVID, yeah. essentially. So we'd always had plans to do a big thing for our fortieth anniversary. What happened was we ended up because of lockdowns writing a whole new yeah. album, which sort of <laughs> which we put out. So this was always being done. It's, it's, it's not it's, it's a full stop. Like, yeah. it's, you know, Good. it's just it's like just... having everything. We've chosen 40 of our favourite songs. So there's a lot of hits on there and there's tracks we really love that weren't necessarily hits or there's fan favourites. I just think it's more personal yeah. for us. And it's We'd got, always planned it's got the coffee it. table book with it with all our clothes and all the iconic things the, that, you know, yeah. it's just a whole package. So it's, it's exciting. So, but this, is, this isn't a full stop. This is a, a comma. We're cut, and what for? What we'll coming what next? Yeah, we've never made plans. No, ever. Really, really. No, I've heard you never. say that. You've no. said no. that to me years really, ago when never. I interviewed you on Saturday no morning. Idea. No, no idea. No idea what we're doing. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, that's just. It's, not... it's never been like that. We know we have gigs though. We, you have yeah, to have we, those. Well, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we love, yeah, we love doing the shows. Yeah. I mean, we've got a few already put in for next year or whatever. We've got the Palladium thing. We love doing the the festivals and the shows that we do. They're just the best. The last album, we did some round the corner from where we are now, actually, didn't we? Kenwood. In King's Cross. Oh, sorry. Oh, the little ones. The Lafayette for the fans. Where we do sort of Q&As and... Lovely. And and they're hilarious. Yeah. And do... (laughs) What do they ask you? Awesome. I mean, is there is there a remarkable. question that a, that a fan always asks you, and you know that they're going to ask you? Well, because they're fans, they kind of know the ones everyone asks. Yeah, so right. It, okay. it gets more personal. 
and um, sometimes you don't want to answer them. <laughs> There's always well, a way. First of all, we used to make people write them down. Yeah. So if we read them out, we didn't like them. We just yes. like, just get rid of that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's always those questions. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. I won't be asking those. <laughs> so okay. So there's more to come, and um, Banana Rama will keep doing well, what I you think, do. You know, we're in a, a position where I think when stuff when you get to any age, actually, it doesn't matter what age you're... I'll forget you know, age. Pe- you oh. lose people along the way or stuff happens to people you know. And I feel so lucky to be in a position where I'm fit and healthy enough to be able to go well, yes. and, go and high kick on today, stage and belt like, out songs. Yeah. You know, my my brother's in a wheelchair. My A friend of mine died recently who's 10 years younger than me. It Everything like that that happens in my life makes me feel even luckier. Right. That I'm couldn't in the position I'm in and that I shouldn't stop until I have to. I couldn't agree more. Do you feel <laughs> so, the same? You're yes. nodding. Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I will keep doing it. The Thank beauty you. of the two of us is we can, yeah, yeah, she can answer that and so I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> if, we're, if we're doing stuff and it's not where you can see us, we're like... You're nudging each other. I love it. Go on, you answer that one. Then you answer. But what I love, which you told me beforehand, is that so you don't live in London. No, I love Cornwall. And, so you live in Cornwall yeah. and you have, you you stay up. You have sleepovers. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the bit that melted my heart. But, but the thing is, we used to, sh- obviously we left home and shared a flat yeah. and, and all through room, our lives we've, uh, we've been together. So it just seems natural she would stay in my house. I could say go and book a hotel. I so you <laughs> to be honest, I sometimes stay with my son. Not very often. No, not very often. <laughs> she stayed with me for thirty years. But I like it. Yes, exactly. Maybe so why don't you it's like I come here to spend time with yeah. my best mate yeah, and, and to work with my so best far away mate. From me, so I mean yeah, when she moved, this it was is our time. Well, but this is our time we you know, we I mean we to be, we do talk virtually every day mm. um, and FaceTime with all these Zoom meetings because we are amused by what we're wearing on a FaceTime it's like an old dressing gown <laughs> what do you two sound like oh, oh grandma yeah, you know what no we, we FaceTimed face me the other day and we were wearing identical <laughs> jumpers. jumpers my god yeah that we both bought separately from one another. We didn't even know we Orange yeah. polo necks. Love that. I mean, we also, both, both love a polo neck. I, okay, Who don't we all? Uh, <laughs> but what's so funny is that you have, I don't suppose you know this, but throughout this whole chat, you have been mirroring each other we every do. move. You sit the same way. I know. You both folded, you, you've then put yes. your arms down. It's oh. quite extraordinary. Oh, very strict. <laughs> no, Gabby. but I love that. No, we do. Yeah. Long like, may you reign. Like sisters. Thank you. Do you know what? If, I, I asked you about younger you and looking looking forwards. If younger me, when I was a young teenager, knew that I'd be sitting talking to Banana Rama about them FaceTiming one another and staying having sleepovers, <laughs> my head would have blown it. And watching you on top of the pot. We don't sleep in the same room. <laughs> that's all right. I wasn't, that's fine. Um, but, <laughs> but it was just, it's... And you are still going strong. And that's what yes. is fantastic. And that's why we should celebrate you. Just, there should be a Banana Rama Day every year. Thanks. Yes. International Banana Rama. Which date? <laughs> what date would you like? We'll make I it. I don't know. We they can, can choose call the it date. Tenacity Day. <laughs> well, just choose any date. We'll make tenacity. it that. July the 7th. July the 7th? Mm. Okay. So July the 7th. 
is Tenacity Day, <laughs> a.k.a. Bananarama Day. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.